0: Oh, man, I hate Mondays. Nah, man, it's Tuesday. Wait, 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 wait. What day is it? You know what day it is. Tuesday. Brews Day Tuesday. Oh, fuck oh, yeah! It's time for Brews Day Tuesday. Brought to you by the Cellar and Six-Pack Store. Here's Drez. <laughs> uh, I'm worried about the uh, the beer getting over all over my like new equipment and mic and stuff. It is Brews Day Tuesday, brought to you by the cellar restaurant at Six Pack Store in downtown Blacksburg. My name is Drez, and I am on the road in the beer beer v bear v. A little bit of both with my bb That's me. It's yes, her, <laughs> and we are actually currently in Connecticut of all places. However, these beers are from our most recent state. Oh, no, actually not our most recent state. We were in New York between here. We, we, we're covering some ground, ladies and gentlemen. These beers are from New Jersey. We got some New Jersey beers. We went to Core 3 Brewing out of Clayton, New Jersey, if memory serves. And I just popped one of the beers that I wanted to try, but didn't get around to in the flight, but thankfully they had them in cans to go. I have La Cabra Loco, which is a Mexican-style lager with agave and lime coming in at 8.5%. Uh, somehow, when I was picking out the flights, I missed this one because this one definitely <laughs> would have been on it. But uh, you uh, grabbed another one that we haven't tried from from Core 3.
1: Yeah, I can't even remember if this was still on tap as an option. But this is a, a cream ale called Fistler's Mill. Um, it's only a 5.5%. So A little bit more to my ABV standards. (laughs) But isn't it quite weird to have a a lager at that high a percentage?
0: I mean, yeah, I would say so. Uh, Generally, I would say, you know, normally a lager, you're you're pretty low, much lower in the ABV department. Um, I'm just noticing that the lighting isn't very good for photos and stuff in here because, well, I don't know if you could tell, but it's pretty dark out because it's... We might hear some pitter-patter of rain and some scrambling to close some windows and (laughs) air vents because we've been having, I feel like it's rained just about every day since we've been on this trip.
1: There has been at least, you know, short downpour. (laughs)
0: Yeah, (laughs) downpour is the key word, like torrential. I mean. Yeah,
1: and some prolonged as well, (laughs) like big storms.
0: So we were, I mean, I guess at this point we haven't done a bruise day. I mean, I guess it was very early on in the trip. So a lot's happened since then. Our first big downpour, really, we did the brewery in Virginia, and then we stayed at a campsite in Delaware, and it stormed every night we were there. Mm -hmm. And downpour, wind picked up really bad one night, too. I was waiting for the the campers next to us to have their tent, (laughs) and everything just blow away. It was so bad.
1: Yeah, I felt bad for the tent, campers. Mm -hmm. You you feel a bit cushy when you're in your RV, (laughs) in that case.
0: Yeah, but still, you know, we have this huge mat that goes out, out front of the RV, and it just got drenched. We have a, a mat that we wipe our feet on. That mm. I don't. That's probably the wrong kind of mat to have outside because it, it's yeah. it's more like the kind you have almost. I would say when you step out of the shower, it's meant exactly. to absorb moisture, and so it did that and did it took that very a few well. Days to dry. <laughs> um, now, the other thing about the campsite, this was probably the one qualm I had was basically the whole thing was it was like sand. The ground was sand, so it just every you know you're trucking sand in and out of the RV. The mat that we had was just covered in sand and filthy. It took a few days to get that to dry and, and clean that up as well. Um,
1: Especially since the second night when the storm rolled in, we just had to quickly run the car on top of it to stop it blowing away. Because the
0: storm is so crazy. That's what I was worried about. But. And that leads to one of the biggest, I'd say, faux pas I, almost that we've had on this trip. Not too long ago, I guess it was our last night in Jersey. We stayed at a Walmart car park and we were doing some laundry just during the day. Laundry, you're doing some shopping at Marshall's. I was at the laundromat folding clothes and I just happened to look over or no, you messaged me. I didn't even (laughs) have to look over. You were like, oh, I'm almost done. And you're like, you said, oh, I hope you didn't leave the windows open or whatever, because I look outside and it is some of the thickest, craziest rain I've ever seen. So I stopped folding. I just threw everything into our laundry bin and walk outside Thankfully, I'm wearing flip flops because the parking lot was like three inches of rain and, and it happened in a span of 10, 10 minutes, oh yeah, it was very minutes. Quick. I don't even know, but I'm trudging through the clothes that were dry, not so dry anymore. And I, and I scoop you up cause it's on the way back to the RV. And then sure enough, the, uh, the air vents up top were open. The biggest, biggest issue was just a huge, <laughs> huge pool of water sitting on our bed. Oh, yes. the vent, It's right above the bed. So that was unfortunate. So we had to strip the bed and just set it out as best we could to try and dry.
1: Thankfully, we hadn't just washed the sheets or changed the sheets or something, because that would have driven me mad if we. That
0: yeah. was just rainwater. Rainwater's it's you know, oh. filtrated, right?
1: I don't know about that, no. but luckily it did dry. We got it dry. We had the rest of the day to dry it all off. So hmm. by the time we got into bed last night,
0: it was it was good to go. Yeah, and that was. So yeah, the days are kind of blended. So, and then we were in, that wasn't last night, it was the night before. What I don't know, oh. it's hard to keep track. In New York. Then we were in New York, we were standing at a brewery called Gardner. Gardner Brewing. It was a Harvest Host, kind of like the last one. And just like the last one that we stayed at, the Backroom Brewing, it was on a big farm. And they used you know a lot of the stuff that they grow on the farm, I guess, in the beer. I don't think their beer was as good as Backroom, frankly. No, they had, they had guest beers on tap, and the first beer I ordered, I didn't even realize was a guest beer. I was like, "Oh, well, I yeah. want to try their beer," but I guess they don't make any IPAs. So
1: no, they only had four beers. Yeah, I they think. only had
0: four beers yeah. total. So. But they
1: did have one sour guest beer, so I was, I was happy. It was nice. Yeah.
0: So we did that, and as far as Harvestos camping went, that one was really pretty nice. Like it had a huge open area. I think there were seven other people camping out there, and it's not like we were packed in. Like we had. Everybody had their own space.
1: You were looking out over like an apple orchard. Apple orchard, yeah. It was... Lovely views of the sunsets over the mountains. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was gorgeous. It was really nice.
0: It was pretty nice. Beer-wise, meh, not so good. But, and
1: especially the price of the beer as well. Oh, yeah. my gosh. No prices on the menu, and then we get there. It's just a flat $9 charge. $9 dollars beer. a beer. Not even 60 Nights beer, <laughs> I'll say.
0: At this brewery, so that's... There's a reason why they don't put the price on the menu because people mm. they wouldn't sell as much beer, I'm sure. But either way, I mean they put us up for the night, so I guess that yeah, it kind of kind of works out. We also got some sausage from there. Mm-hmm. That yeah, we have yet to eat
1: rosemary and garlic sausage.
0: So, so looking something a little bit different. That. But getting back to the beer stuff, so we're in New Jersey and we went to a few different breweries. The first of which was Chimney Rustic, if memory serves, and that was actually on the Fourth of July, I think. And then we went and saw fireworks show at a little uh, Hamilton Lake little, Park, little Jersey town. And I want to say it was because it's just a little town, but it's not the case because Radford's a little town. I mean, I guess it's a city technically, but the fireworks show at this place was like maybe ten minutes long. <laughs> I'm used to it being a half hour, forty five minutes. It was it was over pretty quick.
1: I personally think it was the perfect fireworks
0: time. I mean. You don't, you don't I mean, like it to be too long?
1: You can only do so much with fireworks. Ooh. Like, after a while, it's just like, I've oh, seen, okay,
0: another vibe. I mean, yeah, but, but I've seen some pretty cool fireworks, and yeah. there weren't a whole lot of those.
1: No, they, they, they certainly weren't very cool
0: fireworks. But it was but something to do. We at least got some fireworks for 4th of July, which was nice. But then, I don't know, a day or two later, we were staying with this guy, Trucker Rick, so we were there for a little while, and I think I mentioned it. I did a social media post with some pictures of the trip which, by the way, follow us on the Facebook and Instagram and all that jazz. He had a vending machine, like a Pepsi vending machine in his garage, (laughs) but he had beer in it. So, like, you know, the first button was Coors Light, and it'd be like a buck, and then Yingling, and he liked his Miller Genuine Draft. so not crafty stuff. You know, he's he's your typical blue-collar trucker guy, so he's not drinking all the fancy craft stuff that I like. But it was still pretty cool, man. I've always thought that would be sweet to get a vending machine and put you know, put your whatever beer or whatever you want. You can also set the prices, he said, up to $999 <laughs> a can of beer or whatever.
1: And it was smart. He said that because his friends were always come over and reading his beer fridge. So now at least he, you know, <laughs> gets a little bit yeah, <laughs> of money back. Dollar of beer.
0: But so then we went to these other breweries. Like I started doing some research. BB, she likes her sours and whatnot. And so I was looking online at a nearby town, the Clayton. Clayton was some other, where there were a few other breweries. And the first of which I looked at was this Core 3. And sure enough, yeah, they had, I think, three sours on tap. So I was like, okay, that's great. We can go there. Also had some good marks on untapped, which is a great way to try. And if there's a lot of breweries to look at that you're trying to pick and choose, you know, where you might want to go, that's a fine resource to use. They were also were a verified venue. So they even had all the beers on that they had serving at the time on Untapped, right there, easy to look through, which is fantastic. I love that. So we go, and the the core and vibe was awesome, wasn't it?
1: The yeah, like the actual premises mm-hmm. was be- like really lovely. Yeah, like it was an old car garage, but inside they had outfitted it with just wood, like wooden. Bar and walls, and they had this huge tree mural, like at the end of the
0: bar, Custom-made. Uh, all custom everything, made.
1: Yeah. Everything wooden and kind of yieldy vintage, yeah, like they had furniture this huge and huge stuff.
0: Repurposed old farm equipment that was like made into a chandelier, so light, yeah, uh-huh. which was really cool. And and the artwork. So the bartender, Steph, I was looking at some of the artwork, and it was actually some of their main beers one of them i remember was nevermore and it had like a raven and stuff an edgar allen poe mm-hmm. reference but it was up there i was like is that chalk because it looked like chalk she's like yeah yeah i did that with chalk and she, i was like oh you did it so she was actually one of the artists i think there's a couple different artists but she does a lot of the labels and stuff and so she's pretty artsy i'm not too sure i mean the labels are really cool and i just noticed that this pe- this peels off so we could even save this and stick it on something I like how they easy, simple peel peel off labels. So, yeah, the artwork is really cool. The beer was was pretty damn solid, I would say. I think they had two IPAs, which one of which I still have to try. Mm -hmm. Because I actually, I don't usually do this, but I did for whatever reason at the time. I just picked the highest, for my flight, I just picked the highest rated beers on a tap. Because in theory, I guess those are going to be the best. Obviously, some of the styles that I Normally, probably wouldn't have chosen. However, you know, still, uh, still, still did it.
1: They did. She did actually throw you a freebie as well. Remember that black saison, which was a uh, uh, something very different. I'd never heard of a black saison before. Yeah, I think
0: that was the Nevermore,
1: and very unique. Perhaps to that. Um, they
0: also the had. Brewery. They also had two different nitro beers, which was cool. You know, anytime you get a nitro beer, they're always so smooth and nice. Worth trying. A nice little treat. So yeah, core three was pretty cool. She also, we did, you actually had the wherewithal to ask. She said that it's named Core 3 because I guess the the founding guys, they were all friends. And I guess, you know, you have more than three friends, but they were the Core 3. They were the three main buddies and they started <laughs> the, the brewery together. So hence the the name Core 3. So how are you feeling with this beer? You got your... uh yeah, cream ale, right? What it's it? a
1: cream ale. I'm actually starting to realize that I like cream ales. Like I've had quite a few now, and I'm like, yeah, I like this. Like I like the kind of creamy texture that they have. Is it
0: a little sweet? Usually, they tend yeah. to be a bit sweeter. I know you like beers that just don't really taste much like beer, but and cream ales probably generally fall into that category.
1: Yeah, doesn't really taste like beer. Doesn't really have like it's not it's not like a, like oh I love it and the, you know the taste is so crazy and out there but it's just it's an easy drinker it's like refreshing but it has a nice texture to it which is weird when you think of liquid and mm. texture but it does it, it's crazy. now feel
0: is what we call My the feeling. texture <laughs> of the beer. Yeah.
1: yeah so no actually i'm gonna like i like this i give this i think i would give this a four two five if i was going to rate it on untapped
0: oh if you're going to rate it on tap which of course we are certainly doing that's what we do on this show it's a free beer app you download it it's handy dandy we've already referenced it once or twice on this show already Dres drinks is my handle, your sweet ass seventy seven something like that
1: sweet ass not ass
0: <laughs> sweet as, is it seventy seven or eighty seven it
1: is seventy seven yeah, oh. but it's not because I was born in seventy seven yeah, I was just why? seven was my favorite number when I was younger
0: so why seventy seven why <laughs> I not just know. seven
1: maybe sweet ass seven was already taken
0: it must have been it must have been all right well, the uh, core three brewings oh, what is it called again, la cabra loco <laughs> Is a big a hearty eight and a half percent lager with I think it said, what, lime and agave.
1: So it should be so sweet as well. Mexican
0: It is a little sweet.
1: Um it's dark too, like.
0: Lager's can be can be dark and lighter. It depends on the style of lager. And obviously this one and frankly, a Mexican lager you would think would be a bit lighter. Um but yeah, it is a, it is more on the darker side if you're watching on the uh the facebook live or the youtube what
1: makes it mexican is it is it the lime
0: probably the lime and i mean i guess when you think about agave as well as is, because isn't that what is generally used with uh like to tequila, tequila stuff? i think yeah so that makes sense that, it's
1: almost like honey i
0: think yeah so and with that it is a little sweet as well I, i'm not picking up too much of the lime maybe it's by design nice and subtle but it is pretty pretty delicious man uh yeah, Core 3, I was very pleased with their beer. This probably wasn't my favorite beer from there, but it is It is a good one with a big ABV. I'm going to give this one a four, solid four. I don't know if you can, if you're watching the video, you can see my eyes looking around at all these bugs flying. We must have left a wind, something of, I don't know about you, but I'm getting eaten up. So let's finish these beers, maybe do a little <laughs> mosquito hunting, and then we'll come back and we'll drink some more beers. We uh, After we went to Core 3, we went down the road a little bit and hit another brewery down in Clayton. And we brought back some beers from that. So we'll pop those bad boys here in a second. It is Brews Day Tuesday live on location. We're actually in Connecticut and the Bear V drinking beer on a Brews Day Tuesday. We got more coming up. Stick around.